Hello, and welcome to the Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Alex Muir, helping you flex your mind, body, and soul. And welcome to the solo podcast series, Mindset Matters. Disclaimer, all information provided by Alex Muir is of general nature and is spoken from Alex Muir's and his guests' personal experiences and personal opinions on the topics related to fitness, health, and education only. No information is to be taken as medical or other health advice pertaining to any specific health or medical condition. You agree that use of this information is at your own risk and hold Alex Muir harmless from any and all losses, liabilities, injuries, or damages resulting from any and all claims. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Alex Muir, helping you flex your mind, body, and soul. In today's episode 63, we're going to be talking about five brain and body hacks for 2023 that you can use for 2023 and beyond. So again, thank you so much for listening to this next episode in our solo series of Mindset Matters. This is episode two. And first off, I want to start off by saying number one tool that I continue to use and have used uh, for all the other years in the past prior to 2023 has been getting in daily movement. Now, when I say daily movement, I'm talking about some sort of movement or activity for at least 20 or 30 minutes a day. And that could be yoga That could be hiking. That could be just a walk around the block. That could be um, some sort of high-intensity interval training. Uh, That could be dance cardio. Pretty much anything that's going to get your body moving. Also, could be yoga, stretching. Um, Because everyone's body's different. And because everyone's body's different how you like to get your daily movement in will will depend on that individual. So that's my pillar number one for one out of five brain and body hacks for that you can use for 2023. And then pillar number two, meditation or mindfulness practice. This could be if you're someone that prays, um, if you like to do some sort of uh, mindfulness practice through writing, journaling, um, or if you do do a formal meditation practice like myself, I use an app called Oak. And using this app called Oak, again, it's free. I used to use Headspace for the last few years, but uh, Headspace started charging uh, for using their uh, five and 10 minute cor- uh, like daily uh, meditation app. So I just stopped using it and I've been using Oak meditation app ever since. And it's been an amazing uh, app to use to, again, build your, your own mindfulness practice. They have guided meditation. I think it's five to 30 minutes. So that's like uh, guided with someone with their voice. And then they have unguided meditation, uh, which once you, get, once you start to uh, amplify your sessions, you start to go deeper in your meditation sessions, a lot, lot longer. You go from, like I mentioned in my last episode, 5 to 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes, and so on. And you keep deepening your practice, and you do you know, larger 
uh, amount of time per session and also increasing your sessions per day that you're doing a meditation, that also, that app also has breath work, which I love because I like to integrate breath work to help detach from my thoughts and be more observant of my thoughts during the meditation practice. So that is a absolute elixir of um, a way to speed up how rapidly our, our, uh, our mind can go from very busy monkey mind to very observant monk mind. Now it does take time. I want to preface this does take time to develop, but when you use the breath work at the same time as you're doing your meditation session, you're going to notice you're going to be able to accelerate how quickly you can go into a deeper state. And as I discussed uh, in our previous episode, the book that I'm currently still reading is uh, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he talks about integrating breath work into your meditation practice to help you accelerate how quickly you go into a deepened state in your mind where you're more um, observing with your thoughts. You're just sitting with your thoughts, kind of observing them as they pass by rather than being reactive to them. And also in that book, he talks about by using meditation, meditation enhances your our focus the more that we do it, but it also helps us to uh, change our brain states because most people think in a beta beta brain ways. That's where you're more reactive, you know, you're responding to everything that's happening your, during your day. And meditation practice or having some sort of mindfulness practice, whatever. I was just saying that uh, in my previous point there, um, most people think in beta brain waves, reacting to their environments, their stressors, and all that stuff. Um, usually, when our cortisol is the highest, we have the highest beta brain waves. But as we use and utilize a meditation practice, over time, the longer we do our sessions, the quicker over time we can transition into alpha brain waves and then there's uh i don't know the exact uh, order but it's beta alpha uh delta theta and then gamma so as we transition to those uh, other brain waves they our brain waves slow down and then we become more in tune with our emotions better emotional regulation and all that so i don't know why but my uh my mic just got, got cut out because I was had it in the iPad there, so apologize for that. But that's uh, pillar number one. We talked about daily movement. Pillar number two, we talked about meditation. Now moving on to pillar number three, which is cold exposure or, or cold showers. I've been doing a lot of research on this, and I also follow Andrew, uh, Dr. Andrew, Andrew Huberman's podcast. He's a neuroscientist and professor at uh, in Stanford. And he talks a lot about uh, cold showers. And I was doing some more research on it. And I've never done cold showers, but I always pay closer attention when I'm seeing a lot of research um, and evidence coming to the forefront on you know science i'm very very intrigued by you know the latest science and trends with you know physical fitness and brain and body hacks and this is a brain and body hack together to, um doing cold showers or cold exposure 
And all we need is, uh, according to Dr. Andrew Huberman, is uh, 11 minutes total per week to really see the benefits of cold exposure or, or having a cold shower. And you can do this any way. You can do this um, doing, you know, immediately getting in the shower in the morning and doing like, you know, 60 seconds or a minute or over a minute, whatever you can handle. But what I've been doing is I've been doing uh, cold showers every day. I either do a morning one or I'll do my just uh, before bed and I'll do just my regular shower. And then the last minute of the shower, I'll, I'll uh, put on the timer on my phone for 60 seconds and it makes a huge difference. It's like it's like having your cup of coffee before the coffee or literally just giving your body a bit of a jolt that it needs to either get your day going or end your day after you've done some you know some hard training uh, or you've just had a you know maybe a bit of a tougher day. It just kind of jolts your body into into that uh, heightened state. So highly recommend doing cold shower or cold exposure even in the ocean. Um, that's another way you can do it as well. So yeah, so cold exposure is brain and body hack number three or pillar number three. And then pillar number four is getting in daily sunlight. Now, I'm not, I'm not someone that uh, has ever feel like I've gotten in enough sunlight during the winter months. You know, depending on where you live, you might be closer to the equator, so you might be able to get more... Uh, uh, better access to to light earlier earlier on in the day, as of where I'm at right now in Canada, uh, our sun you know we're end of January right now, so our sun sets you know close to five o'clock or quarter to five p.m. each day, and it rises like at eight a.m. or just after eight. So you know when you're working, it's really difficult to get in that morning sunlight, um, you know unless you've got patch in your day you know during lunchtime where you can go out and you know go for a quick walk during your lunch so I either have to get my sun daily sunlight in during lunchtime during work working hours or the end of the day just before the sun sets because even though it might be getting dark or even if it's an overcast day with lots of clouds in the sky the farther we are away from the equator according to Dr. Andrew Huberman are we're still we're still able to get that that uh daily sunlight and even if it's covered by clouds it's just we just need more time uh, outdoors to get that light in so 20 to 30 minutes uh, he recommends daily to get that sunlight in on overcast days and only 5 to 10 minutes on uh, days where it's super sunny and clear clear blue skies so hope you guys uh, like that point there um, I know sunlight or getting in our daily sunlight is can be definitely overlooked. I'm someone that never took it as seriously, but especially during the spring and summer months, you know, most of the time people want to go outdoors. You're doing more uh, stuff outdoors. You're going on more walks, more hikes, uh, maybe some run, uh, going on morning or afternoon runs or just taking your training outside. So, um, you know, utilize uh, getting your daily sunlight in if you can. So that's brain and body hack or pillar number four. Now moving on to pillar number five, which I always go back to sleep. Sleep is so vital for keeping everything um, firing in all cylinders. 
your for emotional regulation, for recovering from your training, um, from the day, from your from your work days. Uh, when we when we prioritize our sleep, it makes everything else a little bit easier. Not not saying you know like you're not gonna have hard days at work or or in your business or stuff like that, but by prioritizing our sleep, making sure we're getting you know seven to eight hours. I you know I know they say seven to nine hours, but nine hours you know when you're a super busy individual it doesn't always you know nine hours can be pretty tricky. Um, but I always try and aim for nine hours on the weekends, and then seven and a half, seven to eight hours during uh, weekdays. Because you know life gets busy, but as long as you're got a uh, good sleep hygiene, it will make all those other pillars uh, for your brain and body hacks much much easier to uh, undertake. And then just your ability to manage stress and external stressors makes it a lot more manageable. So hopefully you guys all enjoyed this episode 63 solo episode series of Mindset Matters. And again, we discussed the five pillars or the five brain and body hacks that you can use for 2023 and beyond. And and again, I use all of these pillars myself when I look at my day each day and uh, when I'm ending my day, I always ask myself and the day with this question, did I get in my daily movement? Did I um, get in my mindfulness practice? I want to make sure I got a uh, some sort of cold shower in or some sort of way to uh, prep my body to start the day or prep my body to end the day on a good note. And I always ask, did I get did I get my kind of daily sunlight in? It's okay if you miss a day or two, but always just make sure to get right back on the uh, uh, on the saddle, so to speak, to uh, just help keep your by getting in your daily sunlight or your daily light during the day, it'll just help you with your circadian rhythm, which will help your sleep. And when you're sleep, again, when you're getting in that daily light, it's going to help have a better sleep, better night's sleep. And when you have a better night's sleep, everything else, like I said, gets a little bit easier. So again, this is episode 63 of our solo episode podcast series, Mindset Matters. Hopefully you all enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening to the Mindset Solo Podcast Series, Mindset Matters, bringing you weekly inspiration, motivation, and insight into brain and body optimization hacks. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or this podcast solo series, please don't hesitate to leave a comment, drop a like, rate, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, or if you prefer, you can listen on my blog. That's alexandermuir.com forward slash blog. That's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R.com forward slash blog. Thank you all for listening and stay tuned for next week's episode.